Welcome to the Daring Living Podcast, where we have honest conversations about personal growth, how to create success, and what it means to live a joyful and daring life. I'm your host, Certified Life Coach Shirley Huang. Hello, everybody. So I have a question for you: What role do you play in your family right now? Over time. As we grow up, we each play a role in our family. Sometimes we take it on consciously. Sometimes it just happens naturally, in like a very unconscious way. You know, you can be the peace peacemaker in the family. You can be that straight A student in the family. You can be the strong one that doesn't show any signs of emotions, right? You can be the 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 person that everyone looks up to, you can be the fixer in the family, the one that tries to fix things, and so I and you know each one of these roles we can definitely talk a lot more. I feel like I can make a whole episode just talking about each one of these roles that we can play in the family. And today I want to talk about being the black sheep in the family. So, what does it mean to be the black sheep in the family? It almost feels like you are that odd one out in the family, the outcast or the one that is that thinks a little bit different or behaves a little bit different from the rest of your family. And as I'm just preparing for this episode today, it makes me think about that Disney movie, Encanto. That movie. I love that movie. By the way, if you haven't watched it yet, go watch it. It really talks a lot about family dynamics and generational trauma. There's a lot in there that I think it's, and they present it in a very lighthearted way. And when you really watch it, there's like a lot deeper meaning into the role of like each sibling, each child, and the role that they play in the family. So it's very, very eye opening for a lot of people, and so. When I was preparing for this episode, I thought about that movie Encanto, and the the character Bruno immediately came up for me. Bruno, <laughs> you know how in the movie they're saying that oh, you know we don't ever talk about Bruno, right? And in that family, it's it's almost like everything is good, everything is seems like it's it's going great, and there's the Bru and there's Bruno. Right, Bruno is kind of like the odd one out in the family, the one where people point the finger to as the problem of the family. Like that person is to blame, or that person is the outcast. That person is the odd one out. And now, to be clear, when you are the black sheep of the family, is not always a bad thing. Like I have heard stories of. For example, being in a more introverted family, there is one person that really stands out, being a lot more talkative, a lot more active, and that's not a bad thing, right? Or let's say you like your whole family is very into this, and you're like the one that's different. Like so, just saying, being the black sheep of the family is not a bad thing. It just is, right? And today in this episode, I want to specifically address. Those of you who feel like you are the black sheep of the family and you are being put in the negative lights, so perhaps you feel like you are that special snowflake in the family, 
right? You feel a little bit different. You feel like you don't really belong and there's always something wrong with you. You feel like you're different from them and you don't really quite fit in. And so here's what I want to offer to those of you who feel that way, to those of you who feel that way. There's a reason why you were placed into this family to be different. There's a reason why you were placed into this family to be to feel like that all went out. And what I always want to offer for people is that in this family, especially if you are the odd one out, then that means in this family, there is conformative. It's conformity. There is a specific tradition or a, a certain guideline, a way of being, a, a specific programming that everyone buys into in this family. And you being the one that is different there's a reason why you can say God or universe. There's a reason why you are there in this family as the one that is different, right? Um, and this is what I strongly believe. And you can borrow this belief for yourself if you want, if you think that this is serving you, is that you, your existence in, in, in this family, you shine the light on the truth of the family and you shine the light light on a lot of the things that the rest of the members in the family, they are not willing to see. And thus, you are being seen as someone who's different, right? And in truth, like your existence, like there's a reason why you are there. You hold meaning and you hold space and you hold existence of being there in the family. For example, let's say you are, you feel like you are, the one in the family who kind of always walk and behave to the beat of your own drum instead of following a specific guideline of what your parents set out to you, following a specific you know, footsteps of the generations before you. You decide to live your life to the beat of your own drum and people in the family can look at that as something that is bad, as you are trying to, the rebel, trying to go against the rules, right? Or let's say maybe you grew up in a family that do not talk about their feelings that much. And this is from personal experience because this is how I felt. <laughs> maybe you grew up in a family who do not talk about their feelings that much and who thinks that crying and being emotional is a waste of time. And yet you are someone who is a lot more sensitive and a lot more emotional, right? And so they might tell you things that you're like, they might tell you things that, for example, that you're being overreacting, you are too sensitive, you're being too emotional, right? Like you're just being dramatic. And yet like you are the one that is dramatic. You are the one that is emotional, right? And so this is what you can really think about. What if your existence in your family, it shines a truth and it, it shines a light on like the, doesn't have to be negative, but sometimes the dark, the dark things about the family, right? The family may be in the public eye. Your family can look amazing. It can look like everyone has their stuff all together, like you are being put in front of other extended relatives and in the public eye as this very amazing, um, successful and wonderful family. And then there's you, 
who speaks the truth, who walks the truth, <laughs> who's just kind of like not really wanting to follow the tradition. And this is not a bad thing. I, just, I, I really want you to see and really want you to take in if you can really resonate with what I'm saying here. And what happens is, is that sometimes, okay, not all the time, sometimes members of the family will try to talk you into buying into the tradition or try to force you or box you back into how it has always been just because it's what is how it's always been in the family, right? It's a, it's a dynamic, it's a cycle. It is the what everyone in the family is very used to. And it can be presented in a form of gaslighting. And so I really want this to be important because I want you to notice when it comes up, right? And gaslighting is going to look like telling, telling you that the way, the way you do things and the way that you are, the way of how you your choices, your needs is wrong. You're the one that's the problem, not them. You are the one that's at fault, not them. And when you try to speak up and voice up about your needs and what you want, you are being put down in a form of you're being too sensitive, you're being dramatic, it's not a big deal, let's not overreact, right? Or let's say if you follow your needs and desires, maybe you choose a different career path than what the rest of the members in your family want for you. Maybe that's then maybe you're told you're not being responsible or it could be guilt tripping you. You are taking things for granted. You are not being grateful with what you have or you're embarrassing the family, right? Trying to put guilt into you to make you not do the things that you actually want to do. Now, of course, I'm saying this with like in a very general sense because I'm speaking to like, I don't know specifically your specific situation. And so listen in between the lines and see how you can, how this can be applied for you, right? And really notice things when they show up, when there's gaslighting happening. And gaslighting is telling you that you are the one that's at fault. You are the one that's the burden. You're the one that's in the wrong. Like the problem is you, is on you. Like you are the problem somehow, right? Notice how that can show up in, in, in your family and in how other people relate to you when they try to get you to conform and to buy in into their ideals, into what they believe in. And sometimes we can buy into that, right? And the reason why, and so when we buy into that, then it makes it very hard for us to actually be ourselves, to follow our desires, to be our most authentic self, to speak up, is then fear comes up. Then we fear that, okay, if we are being true to us and being true to what we want, then we might be scared that, you know, this family will abandon me. Like if we get to the really, really root of it, if we get to a root of things is that we were scared that they're going to kick, kick me out, that they're not going to love me anymore, that they're going to disown me, right? I know that growing up in, in Asian culture, like this is, this is a big thing <laughs> for a lot of kids who try to like quote unquote disobey their parents is that they are scared that, that their parents are going to disown them and they're going to have a huge fight and they're going to get kicked out, right? 
And so, like, this is what a lot of people are afraid of. They're scared of being abandoned. They're scared of not belonging to the family anymore. And so they stop. They start to dim their own light. They start to keep them, keep their voices and keep their thoughts to themselves. And they just follow with what other people are doing and going with the flow. Go with what other people think is better for them. So then they continue to subscribe into the system, right? And so the cycle repeats itself. And so this is what I really want you to see. And another perspective that I would like to offer for you is that what if, okay, what if you are the healer of the system? You are the healer of the system in your family right now. You are literally the cycle breaker. Your family needs you. You see, they might not see it right now. They might not be able to see it because they are so, you know, ingrained and subscribed to their own system that they might not be able to see it. Your family needs you. And the question that I have for you, and try to really answer this question for yourself, okay? Really ask yourself this question. How does my family need me to be this way? How does my family need me to be this way? Even though I'm the black sheep of the family, even though I'm different from everyone else. Why is it that I play this role? And how does my family to need, need me to be the, like this? And like, if you tend to be the one that's very forgetful, if you tend to be the one that, um, that is not getting that much good grades compared to all your other siblings, why does your family need you to be this way? How are you the healer of the system? Right? If everyone in your family is trying to get good grades and everyone has super high expectations, why is it that you being the the person that you are you not wanting to you know go become a doctor or engineer or a lawyer why is it that you just want to be an artist or just want to do something creative for yourself how is that how are you healing the system in your family right now how are you that cycle breaker these are really interesting introspective questions to really ask yourself and i don't know Right? I don't know because I don't know your specific context. I'm not talking with you in a one-on-one session to really help you clarify it. But I think this is a very good journal prompt um, to really write, write for yourself, to really sit in for yourself. Right, And I like to do this exercise with my clients is uh, whenever it comes to like these types of family dynamics and the role that you play, even like like before we even dive into specifics, it's always a good idea to kind of like really imagine for yourself, right? Really think about what does my current relationship with my family look like? Like if you can close your eyes and imagine a metaphor or a vision, a dynamic with your family, an image in front of you, an image of what your relationship with your family looks like right now, what would that be? What would that image be, right? What would you be in that image, in that picture? And uh, how about the rest of your family? What does that look like in your mind's eye? And then ask yourself, 
what would need to change in this dynamic and what would need to change in this relationship in order for me to keep on being who I am while keeping my family close? What would need to change in this dynamic and what would need to change in this relationship in order for me to keep being who I am while keeping my family close? Now, this question is assuming that if you do want to keep your family close, because you totally don't have to if you don't want to. I'm just saying for those of you who do want to keep your family close, try to answer this question for yourself. Maybe there could be some boundaries that need to be set. Perhaps there's certain com- conversation and communication that need to be had. There could be some structures, some decisions that you need to make on your part. Perhaps there's some internal work and some healing that need to happen for you, right? In order for you to keep being who you are while keeping your family close. And the last thing I want to leave you with for today is that, is this idea that chaos always happens first before order. There's always chaos first before order. If you want to change a family dynamic, if you want to change you want to be that healer of your of your family system. You want to become the healer for your family. There needs to be some changes that needs to happen first. And with any kind of change, disruption is going to happen. Chaos is going to happen. People are going to resist because they do not want change, right? Fights is going to happen. Conflict is going to happen. It's going to be chaotic. And this is what I want you to expect Whenever you are trying to change things to be that cycle breaker, you're changing things up in the family, chaos is going to happen before it settles in into a new normal, right? When you want to do a renovation of your house, you have to first got everything else is going to look a lot more chaotic than before until everything finally falls into place, right? You have the right things that's coming in and then you have a, 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 a new renovation, right? But first, before that, chaos needs to happen before everything starts to fall into place, right? Like your family is going to resist and resist and resist until they start becoming more used to you behaving this way, until they start becoming used to you making a decision this way, right? until it settles down into a new evolved normal, a new form of normal in your family right? This is great work. This is deep work. And this is the work to a lot of people. To a lot of people in their life is like, you know how in our life, sometimes we feel like we always have that one wound that will never heal. Or we always have that one conflict that we'll always have, that will always be with for the rest of our life. And this is not a bad thing. It's just like life is always going to be like, like we always have, we always have flaws all the way until death. <laughs> like we're always going to have wounds all the way until death. And it's just like that one person or one thing in our life that, you know, is that, that our thing <laughs> for life. Right. And to a lot of people, it is family. It is a specific person in their family. It is um, a separate dynamic in their family. And so this is what I want to offer for you, that this is amazing work that you are doing. And to be able to see yourself in this light, healing the system in your family 
is healing yourself. And when you heal this yourself, you can thrive so much more in other areas of your life. And a lot of times, before you become your best self in your business, before you become your best self at your work, even with your your best self in your in your romantic relationship, it is about healing the dynamic in your family. Because a lot of our things, our stuff tend to stem from our family. Okay. So here you have it. Um, being the black sheep of the family. I hope that this resonates with you. And if it does resonate with you, definitely tag me on Instagram at Daring Living because I would love to hear your thoughts on this episode and really hear about what you have to say um, and anything else that come up for you after this episode. Okay, have an amazing week, everybody. And I will see you next time. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed that episode just now, I would love to invite you into the Daring Living one-on-one coaching room. This is a very safe, very open and non-judgmental space where you get to play, learn, laugh, grow, cry sometimes, (laughs) heal, achieve milestones in your work, in your business, in your relationships, all along the way as you create the kind of life that feels successful and thriving to you. Feel free to send me a DM on Instagram at Daring Living to book a discovery call with me. Or you can visit my page at daringliving.com forward slash coaching. Again, on Instagram, that is daringliving, one word. Or you can visit the page at daringliving.com forward slash coaching. It's going to be so much fun. Talk to you later. Bye.